Hello, this is our worship recording for Sunday, April 5th, 2020. Today is day 22 of social distancing. It's week four of Worship Apart. It is also Palm Sunday and a chance to remember Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. We're heading into Holy Week in a different way than we have before. We're apart. We're listening on our phones or tablets or computers. We are working to maintain our connections with phone calls and prayers. And yet it's also very different than the worship and being together that we are used to. I pray for you and for me and for all of us that we will find strength and grace in this time of new and different and not always fun. I'd like to ask you to add to your prayers Edie Connor, who has been sick with a fever from an un unknown condition, for Betty Sievert, who has tested positive for COVID-19 at Grace Heights, for Penny Dale, who was admitted to Grace Hospital following a fall at home, and for Will Hemphill, an ICU nurse in Charlotte. His mom is our new bakery manager and has asked that we pray for him. Now will you join me for our opening prayer? Holy God, we give you thanks for who you are. We give you thanks for your ongoing love to your people. In these days of uncertainty, and as we seek to love one another well and limit the spread of this virus, we pray that you would be ever present with your people. Help us to show your love and your compassion. Help us also to feel and to receive your love and compassion. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Our scripture this morning comes from Mark chapter 11, beginning with verse 1. We're actually dropping back a bit from last week to the beginning of Holy Week to when Jesus entered Jerusalem. And we'll pick up the story there. Will you pray with me? Jesus, you are the living word of God. Be with us to lead and guide and heal us and help us to dwell with you in this holy week. May the words of these texts draw us to yourself and help us to live in your love. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. When they were approaching Jerusalem at Bethpage and Bethany near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Just say this, the Lord needs it and will send it back here immediately. They went away and found a colt tied near a door outside in the street. As they were untying it, some of the bystanders said to them, What are you doing untying the colt? They told them that Je what Jesus had said, 
and they allowed them to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut from the fields. Then those who went ahead and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming king of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Then he entered Jerusalem and went into the temple. And when he had looked around at everything, as it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Here we are at Jesus' arrival into Jerusalem. We've dropped back a bit. We're just when Jesus has made his way to Jerusalem and is ready to enter the city. He's been teaching his disciples on the way what Jerusalem will mean for him and what role his suffering and death there has to play. But they have not fully understood And the people who greet him in Jerusalem probably don't understand either. They are joyful. They are full of uh, excitement as they welcome him. And they're heading into a week that is going to be rough. It's, in fact, going to be terrible. As Kate Bowler explained it, things are going to get worse. That was true for Jesus heading into Holy Week, and it looks like it's going to be true for our world community, for our nation, as we continue to move through the coronavirus pandemic. It is unsettling to sit at the beginning of a time when things are going to get worse. So what can we do? I think the most important thing is just to be present where we are. To notice what's going on around us. All of it. As I record... I am aware of um, people who've tested positive at Grace Heights, and that scares me. I can feel the tension in my chest and the catch in my throat. I can also look out the window and see the sun on the spring plants and hear the conversation of the birds. And all of these things are true at the very same time. And so I can work to be present to all of it. And as we're present to what's going on around us, we can engage in the faithful practice of God's people, the practice of lament. Lament is when we experience 
bad and painful things, when we look at the world around us and recognize that it is not as God longs for it to be, and when we see those things and we offer them back to God in lament and in protest. This is a tradition seen often in the Psalms when the Psalm writers talk about their fear and their anguish when they catalog what has gone wrong and they call out to God for help. Jesus does the same thing, most notably when he stops and weeps for his friend Lazarus. And also when he calls out from the cross. We often want to explain or fix what's going on around us. Lament invites us to sit with it, to speak it to God and to wait in trust even when we don't know what the outcome will be. Lament is a practice of God's people. It's a practice for Holy Week and it's a practice that we are invited into in our own moments of uncertainty and of worry. So as we read about Jesus' entry into Jerusalem, as we recognize the difference in expectation between the people joyfully hoping for good things and for Jesus looking ahead to his suffering. And we know that in God's time, those get woven together and through Jesus' suffering comes great joy. May we sit with all of that as we enter this Holy Week. Now I'd invite you to listen as I read the scripture again from the message translation. A reading from Mark 11. When they were nearing Jerusalem at Bethpage and Bethany on Mount Olives, he sent off two of the disciples with instructions. Go to the village across from you. As soon as you enter it, you'll find a colt tethered, one that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it. If anyone asks, what are you doing? Say, the master needs him and will return him right away. They went and found a colt tied to a door at the street corner and untied it. Some of those standing there said, what are you doing untying that colt? The disciples replied exactly as Jesus had instructed them, and the people let them alone. They brought the colt to Jesus spread their coats on it, and he mounted. The people gave him a wonderful welcome, some throwing their coats in the street, others spreading out rushes they had cut in the fields. Running ahead and following after, they were calling out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in God's name. Blessed is the coming king of our father David. 
Hosanna in the highest. He entered Jerusalem, then entered the temple. He looked around, taking it all in. But by now it was late, so he went back to Bethany with the twelve. Share with your group one word or phrase or image that stood out to you in this passage. Now, what is one thing that sticks out to you in the world around you? Maybe something from the news or from nature, something from your own home and the people that you have been with in this time. How can you be with people who are scared or suffering? Right now, we are not necessarily physically together with people. But share with your group one way that you might be able to be with people who are scared or suffering. Now, I want you to look at someone beside you and we'll take turns so that everyone gets to speak and to hear. Look at the person beside you and say, no matter what happens, God will keep on loving you. No matter what happens, God will keep on loving you. Now we finish our time of scripture reflection and enter into a time to share from our lives with each other. So as we have in past weeks, first give each person in your group a chance to share an oops from this week, a mistake, a regret, something that did not go as planned. Next, share with your group a blah from this week. Something that made you feel sad or disappointed, confused, or alone. Next, share a wow, also known as a God sighting. Something that was beautiful or good. Something that reminded you of God's presence and God's peace. And finally, what is one thing that you are thankful for this week? It didn't have to be that way, but it was, and you're thankful. Will you join me now in a time of prayer? Loving and life-giving God, you have created all that is, and you have called it good. And your people have rebelled 
and your world has turned away. All is not as it should be. And we recognize the brokenness and hurting that comes from the COVID-19 virus. Be with us, O oh God. Help us to walk through these days trusting in you. Resting in your presence. As we welcome your spirit within us. May we be sites of true hope for our world. God, not just us hearing this prayer now, but all your people throughout the world who call on the name of Jesus. May we call upon you and may we welcome your Holy Spirit. We pray for all of those who are responding to this virus, for health workers and public health officials, for politicians, for those who are caring through meal deliveries, through lunches for children, through all the different ways that we are still reaching out. We pray for our President Donald and for our Governor Roy. May they re lead wisely and in ways that enhance our common good. We pray for our families. We pray for those who are feeling like we're together too much and for those who are feeling too alone. We pray for everyone on our church prayer list. And we specifically lift up Edie Connor, Betty Siebert, Penny Dale, and Will Hemphill. Oh God, bind us together in your love, seal us with your grace, and send us as your people. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And now I send you with these words of blessing from Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. Amen.